3: With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Trump is reacting to the Justice Department's announcement of indictments against 12 Russian officials for meddling in American politics. Writing on Twitter, he says the stories of those 12 Russians took place during the Obama administration, not the Trump administration. He asks, why didn't they do something about it, especially when it was reported that President Obama was informed by the FBI before the election? The president, who's in Scotland this weekend, tweets that he's holding meetings and hopes to play some golf, which he says is his primary form of exercise. On Monday, he travels to Finland for face-to-face talks with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Former Pakistani Prime Minister Sharif is in custody after returning from London. He faces a 10-year prison sentence on corruption charges. This is SRN News. It's the geometry teacher who mans the ticket window.
4: It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every
2: home game. It's the accountants and salesmen and store managers who give up their Friday evenings to referee. It's the graduate who listens
4: to the league championship game on the internet.
2: It's the parent who sells ads in the school athletic program.
4: It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day.
2: It's the trainers, equipment managers,
1: and ball boys who never miss a practice. What makes high school sports here in Minnesota so special? They do. You do. We all do. High school sports. It's the we that every community needs. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
4: Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that will change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
5: Listen to the Dell Wamsley Show,
3: weekday mornings at 11, here on Business 1440. Need special boots or shoes for a new job but you don't know where to start?
4: Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit.
3: A boot can make or break your job so make sure you get the right one for you.
4: We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots.
3: Check out our expanded line of women's work boots.
4: We've been fitting people for over 70 years.
3: Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights.
4: Remember if the shoe fits, you've been
3: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
5: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves. To break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan.
6: Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good to be with you this morning. Beautiful summer days. Yeah, they're a little warm and they're a little humid. And all that really means to me is the grass has to be mowed more often. Which I don't like, particularly since I no longer have children at home to do it for me. But you know what I have? I have the ability to work, earn a living, and give someone else the opportunity to make a little money by doing that for me. That's how markets operate and and by the way by doing that i'm increasing gdp because when i did it myself that's a non-market transaction that doesn't increase gdp see these are the types of things economists think about welcome to the show today uh king Banyan, uh dean of the school of public affairs at st cloud state been an economics professor here for 34 years in case you're new to the show thank you and welcome i'm glad you could be with us stick around for a couple of hours we'll try to we'll try to show you a few things here on a on a lovely summer day students are for the most part gone there are a couple summer classes going on up here i'm at the uh, i'm at the university right now uh talking to you from my office up here at st cloud state uh, and you have the uh and you have the uh, chance to uh to uh, take part in the show um six five one two eight nine four four seven seven the number to call with your questions or comments six five one two eight nine four four seven seven the number to call or you can participate via twitter at pound kbrs pound kbrs is our twitter is our twitter handle or the search term that you can use to find the conversation for today's show and we're we're super glad you could be with us today um it's been an interesting week. There's not a lot of economic news. I always try to make sure I have the news about the economy for the week that has come in um, that that you need to know. And frankly, there wasn't a whole lot. That break after you do job Saturday until you get to the middle of the month and you begin to get the reports on the consumer price index and industrial production and retail sales, those always come out in the second in, in the third and fourth weeks of the month following the month in which they happened. It's about a 15 to 25-day lag in the reporting. So as opposed to the employment report, which actually has only a, a about approximately a five-day lag, um, because they do it as a survey, and the survey is done in the middle of the month. So that gives them, again, the same two to three-week period to collect, uh, collate, and report out the data that they've received. Anyway the data here there's a weekly uh, g- uh, excuse me the the job openings rate fell a little bit um, uh, in the last week uh, the jolt survey came out for June for for May saying six point six three eight million workers uh, are there are jobs for six point six three eight million workers in May those are the jobs that we think are available to that increasing labor force participation rate that we saw in the jobs report here last week. And we hope that you uh hope you listened to us last week. If not you can find the you can find the podcast by going to Twin Cities Radio TwinCities dot com, excuse me, TwinCities dot com. And they are pulling down the sh- looking up the show and then you'll find the podcast. So if you miss something, if if you took a weekend off, as I'm likely to do here once or twice more over the rest of this beautiful summer um you can you can certainly uh find the podcast there and and listen to the show um those job openings numbers down a little bit that doesn't surprise me it's in the second decimal place, so it's a decrease of sixty thousand sixty thousand job openings from a number that runs about six and a half million uh six to six and three quarters million currently so that's not that big that's not that big a deal. Consumer Price Index was reported out on Friday, um, showing an increase uh, that met expectations at one-tenth of a percent. That matches our expectation of what we thought would be there. Wholesale inventories went up six-tenths of a percent. Um, that's, that's a good number if it holds through June. That number will be helpful to us in the GDP numbers that are expected to come in above 3% those will be reported out we'll be able to talk to about those i believe in 2 weeks we'll get the uh, we'll get the advance report in 2 weeks um and that number that number when inventories rise that becomes part of the investment figure that goes into the gdp number i think that makes it more rather than less likely that we'll get a 3% plus number on GDP growth for quarter two, um, home mortgage purchase applications rose uh, are up seven point seven percent year over year. I think I think in fact people are beginning to beginning to realize that there's maybe going to be an end to this low interest rate cycle and they should buy houses. I can tell you I'll give you I'll give you my my firm advice on this. We don't know. <laughs> I believe that the Fed will in- increase interest rates two more times before the end of this year. I think they're going to raise interest rates twice in the first half of 2019. So that means that that the mortgage rate should go up by approximately that entire that entire 1 full percent somewhere over the next 10 to 12 months. Here's what Kesey for being being more certain about this and and in my mind right now i make i make the four rate increase chances there at between 40 and 50 percent. i'm not that certain that that's going to happen but that's my best guess and and the reason i put it that way is because i think there's almost an equal probability that they'll go more than four rate increases to the probability that they'll go less than four I think it's slightly more likely they'll do less than four than more than four. The reason I say that is the U.S. Treasury bond rate on the 10-year bond has held steady to slightly declining such that everybody is now kind of in, in a mild freakout in financial markets about the slope of the yield curve. The slope of the yield curve, and for those of you who do not know what that terminology is, the yield curve describes the the rate that's paid on U.S. Treasury securities of different maturities, from a 90-day bill to a 30-year 30-year uh, bond. The rate that most everybody looks at and calls it the slope of the yield curve. Or the yield curve spread, or uses language like that, is the rate between the two-year U.S. Treasury bill and the ten- Treasury bond and the ten-year Treasury bond. And that rate has, has normally been around one to one and a half percent. It's currently more like half of a percent. In past cycles of the in past business cycles. Before you hit the peak of a uh, of, of an expansion and start into a recession, that number goes n- to near zero and usually will go negative. So that the two-year rate is higher than the 10-year rate. That has been considered by many forecasters to be a reliable signal of, of a recession coming up. I am less certain about this than than I think forecasters should be. I'm not ignoring it as a signal. I'm concerned about it. That's why I'm, that's why I'm giving you this kind of hedgy language about where do I think interest rates are going. Part of my part of my um, hedginess. I'm making up a word. I know. Part of my hedginess here is because. We've never had a, a Federal Reserve unwind a balance sheet because we've never had a Federal Reserve that had a balance sheet this large. We've never had a Federal Reserve, I can't say that. Let me, I check myself. The last time the Federal Reserve had Treasury securities of more than one year maturity, which it's had since 2009. Prior to that, you have to go back to 1951 and we don't have and the and the way the world was in 1950 and the way the world is in the 2010s is sufficiently different that I don't want to use that early pre-1950 period to make any kind of statement about the likelihood of events happening in the future from here in 2018 you can do that you can tell stories but part of that is part of that story is what um i was trained by uh, my professors in graduate school to call the applicability axiom that past experience applies to the future right and you know that announcement that you hear at the end of many of the commercials that you hear here on Biz- on business 1440 during the King Banyan show and during other shows here right Okay, past performance is not an assurance of future return opportunities. Okay, or it goes something like that. The past does not necessarily predict the future. In the past pre-1950, I don't think really predicts what happens post-2010. And the past between 1951 and 2009, a period in which we used to refer to as the As the accord between the Fed and the Treasury, in which the Fed told the Treasury, the Second World War is over, we're no longer going to buy your bonds longer than one year maturity, we're only going to hold bills. Bills being those maturities of less than one year. That period I don't think is applicable either. I'm simply rejecting those two applicability axioms and saying, we're in what I think to be uncharted waters. And anyone trying to do massive predictions based on yield spreads about using information from a period in which the Fed operated significantly differently than it does now, I think is being a little bit a little bit hasty in thinking that the past the past tells us something about the future. That's all that is. That's just an expression of, of my uncertainty about the applicability of that period. It may very well be true, right, that that we'll get that the prediction will be right. It may very well be true that there's a recession in twenty nineteen. Wouldn't surprise me. But do I think it's likely? No, I don't. I told you last week, and I've been telling you for weeks now, this is a boom period of the US economy. And I know that people will want to say after boom comes bust. But those, my friends, are the same people who told you back in 2010, 2011, and 2012 that the sharp recession of 2008 would lead to a boom period because when you have a, remember we used to talk about U-shaped and V-shaped recessions? That if you have a deep recession, the shape of that recession is a V and you bounce back sharply? How did that work out for us? Did it? For the same reason, the fact that the economy is booming right now and the unemployment rates below four percent, while inflation seems to be creeping up above two percent but not not galloping away from us just yet, doesn't mean it won't, but be very careful about those predictions about the future because you're relying on a past that may not look the same. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on business fourteen forty
7: Slow the rope, put your life on hold. And open that with nowhere to go. You start to wonder why sitting at a red light.
4: Want to earn up to 33% more in retirement income for life? How would you like to decrease your tax exposure in retirement? It's all in my new book, and it's yours free. I'm Josh Melberg, founder and CEO of JD Melberg Financial. My company has brought in over $2 billion in annuities, and to help you maximize your retirement income no matter what happens in the stock market, I'm going to give you my new book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies, for free. In plain, simple terms, I explain little-known truths about annuity strategies and unlock the five secrets you should know before buying an annuity. Call today, and I'll include a second book, The Number One Mistake Retirees Make When Investing in the Stock Market, and my free DVD. Call 800-528-1133. That's 800-528-1133. 800-528-1133. There's no obligation, no credit card required.
7: Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Annuities may require an additional purchase for the lifetime income benefit. Guarantees rely on the claims paying ability of the insurer, not intended to provide tax advice. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. I started my adventure as an aerospace
4: medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator.
7: Space systems operator.
4: and I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver
7: the world's timeliest environmental
4: intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We
7: take care of injured personnel on a daily
1: basis.
4: And then
2: flying them from Germany back to the States.
4: As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. I was definitely a bonus.
2: Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti.
4: The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did.
0: Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates.
4: We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Mm-hmm
0: wealthy, middle class, or business owners. You're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years, using it you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America.
6: Thank you, thank you This is actually, although Ross didn't play it knowing that this was true um, Wednesday night, uh, actually we celebrated it all day, but particularly Wednesday night my wife whose name is the title of this song uh and i celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary
2: oh congratulations to you and it must have just been divine intervention we'll call it congratulations yeah
6: i i this this is the this is her ringtone
2: on my phone beach boys it's obviously it's in the name but so summer just makes it yeah, feel, absolutely makes you feel so good absolutely and um and uh you know, you almost want to start uh, doing your favorite '60s dance when you hear that <laughs>
6: that song. Can you um,
2: can you describe that over the air? What a '60s dance looks like is that uh, arm side to side? How do you pull the arms side
6: to side? You know, or do you know? I, I I've contended now that this dapping thing <laughs> is it, you know is just it's the monkey from the 1960s, but just just done with the arms to the side rather than. Than straight up and down.
2: Well, everything comes back, right? Everything. Yeah, as it does. Old is new again. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, anyway, my my dear Barbara is a uh, much better dancer than me, and uh, a much better musician than me. And, uh, and uh, luck, luckily, uh, the the most patient person out there to put up with uh, to put up with my silliness for the last thirty years. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, thank you, sweetheart. Uh, always appreciate it. I don't know that she's ever listen to the podcast of the show. If I'm on, if I'm on a St. Cloud station, I think she turns the radio on, but since we can't pick up this station on over the air and she has not figured out streaming on the radio <laughs> on, on her computer yet. Um, I think we're, I think it's safe to say, uh, we're probably safe in giving that to her without her n- actually knowing.
2: Well, let's anyway. be honest. By Saturday morning, she's probably all kinged out, right? She could use a few hours. We'd like to have the listenership, but she could probably sure. use the hours for her sanity. Sure.
6: Well, you know, my my uh, my 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 good late friend, uh, uh, a, a million dollar roundtable businessman up here, insurance guy up here named uh, Steve Hammer passed away in the last year. Um, used to talk about some of his clients, and and they would not retire. I mean, like, they'd be in their 70s and not retire. And S- Steve finally asked one of them, why not? And he said, he said, well, because my wife said to me once, I married you for life, but not for lunch. Go find something to do. <laughs> <laughs> my wife adores that phrase and has used it with me. So even even though i've i've i'm reaching into my 60s now and, and been at the university for for this will be the start of year 35 for me coming up next month uh here at Saint Cloud State um and uh i've been told uh, well you'll be getting your 40 and maybe even your 45 year uh pin and i said well i'm going to keep working but maybe not maybe i'll find something else to do someday rather than Rather, rather than this but right now this is the most fun thing i get to do uh with my day uh you know in in the most joyful thing i get to do is to go home and see and see my wife so uh i i'm very i'm very grateful for all of that so thank you for playing it and it was really i didn't ask ross to play it so i'll consider i will I really will consider that divine intervention anyway um six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call with questions and comments I have not tweeted a whole lot of news to you this week, partly due to busyness, um, partly due to, gosh, there's just a lot of news and noise that's out there. We spent last week talking about how, you, you'll recall, if you, again, if you listened to the show last week, it uh, particularly the second hour of you, you can find it at com. you can find you can find the podcast of last week's show so if you missed the hour two of last week's show i strongly suggest you go listen to it because i'm now want i'm now going to have to extend amend and extend my remarks because of events that happened within within a day of our announcement uh, of of my talking about it that they they really have gone to soft Brexit, and so unless you've been living uh, in a cave or at the U.S. Capitol, in which case all you heard was that testimony on Thursday, which, which I won't discuss, but I'm willing to bet my friend uh, Mitch Berg will discuss this afternoon uh, on uh, on AM 1280 The Patriot from one to three today. I, I would say. I would say the most important news was actually coming out of the UK where Sunday night uh David Davis the who was the was the secretary for the UK in charge of the Brexit negotiations so so he was he was a cabinet minister he stepped aside saying if this is the plan you want me to negotiate I so fundamentally disagree with it you should get somebody else I appreciate the honesty of that. But you would have thought the time to have done that was Friday night for them to come out on Saturday and say yes and then t- within within 48 hours basically turn their back on the on the plan would indicate to me that that um there was a lot of pressure from outside of the uh, conservative the conservative party caucus in the Parliament, in the House of Commons, that pressured him to step down. Boris Johnson, um, often compared to Donald Trump, but frankly, not I actually don't find him to be very much like Donald Trump in, in many ways, but I won't talk about that today. Boris Johnson, the Foreign Secretary, basically their Secretary of State, followed Davis out the door. Now, everybody is saying that, that the plan is bad and awful, and one of those people that has said that is, in fact, uh, Donald Trump himself. In an interview he did with The Sun in yeah, a, a, London, a London paper, a broadsheet, um, he, Trump was asked a question about, about, well, are you here to do a trade deal? With the UK. Now, I'm going, to play the, I'm going to have Ross play the whole thing end to end, and we might back it up and, and pick it apart in the next segment a little bit. But I want you to listen to his entire answer because it's quite telling. Go ahead and just play it. We're going to run this whole 40 seconds. Well, if they
1: do a deal like that, it will most likely, because we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union instead of dealing with the UK. So it will probably kill the deal with... If they do that, the, their trade deal with the U.S. Is, will probably not be made. Mm. What did you mean by... Because these? we have enough difficulty with uh, with the European Union. You know, we are... Um, we're cracking down right now on the European Union because uh, uh, they have not treated the United States fairly on trade. Mm. No, if they do that, uh, I would say that that would probably end a major trade relationship with the United States. So
6: that that was the shot heard round the world Thursday night and Friday morning of this past week. And that shot was in it w- was basically to say thought was thought to say, "Oh my god, he's taken the side of the Brexiteers." He which a shouldn't surprise you actually. It shouldn't surprise you that he would he would be more inclined to favor hard Brexit to soft. But the other disadvantage it had really was, it told the truth. It told the truth, and the reason it tells the truth is, you know what, Ross? Can you re- Can we replay it from now? Yeah, you want me to start from the top? Yeah, take it right from the top. I'm going to ask you to stop at about ten seconds in. Sure. I'll say when. Go ahead. Well, if comment. they
1: do a deal like that, it will most likely, because we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union instead of dealing Stop. with... That is... Okay, why does he
6: say that? Because on Thursday morning, Theresa May's government released their white paper on what the deal would be. But we had actually heard some of the terms, and she had referred to them, and I think, if he, again, I encourage you to go back and listen to last week's show. If, particularly if you didn't hear it the first time, you should go back and hear it. Because what she said was, in essence, I want to make my own deal, I want to make my own deal on services on the service sector, but when it comes to goods, the regulations of the EU will be adopted by the UK at least at the start. We might decide to go our own way later, but for the purposes of getting through the negotiation, I'm going to continue to use the EU's rules, and President Trump then says, "Look, if I, I have a hard enough time to negotiating with the EU, if you're just going to adopt the EU's rules for goods trade, why do I need to do business with you? Why am I negotiating a deal with you? I have a hard time with the with the EU. He's right about that, but it also reveals something about President Trump and the way president trump thinks about trade that i think is instructive to us that we probably need to spend some time talking about we'll do that right after these messages on the king banion show on business 1440
7: you cheated me and made me lonely i tried to be time.
4: The perfect anniversary gift is to learn how to dance as a couple with this exclusive half-price offer from Business 1440 and American Classic Ballroom.
5: Get 20 lessons for just eight fifty. That's half price.
4: American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. And you will have
5: the time of your life as you learn.
4: 20 dance lessons for just eight fifty from Business 1440 and American Classic Ballroom.
5: Give her the anniversary gift she'll never expect.
4: Call Business 1440 Across America.org. Pro Life Across America is educational, non political, and tax deductible.
7: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro Life Across America, the bill for people.
0: Here's another hot deal from your cool friends at Lucky's get a free five pound bag of Ace Ice.
1: Do you want
3: exceptional convenience and still do business with a like minded Minnesota company? It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner Scott Stevens.
0: Everything is aces at Lucky's. We deal from the top of the deck with everything we do. That's why this month we have another great deal at Lucky's. This one's so hot, we're going to have to ice you down. Come into Lucky's, mention Business 1440 and get a free five pound bag of ace ice. Lucky
3: Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have.
0: Get a free five-pound bag of Ace Ice, only at Lucky Stations.
3: Lucky's Station. Find them online at LuckyStations.com.
0: LuckyStations.com for your neighborhood store. If you could build the world's greatest radio station,
1: where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. It's the King
5: Banyan Show on Business 1440. Music by George Clinton and George Beverly Shea.
6: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Maybe this is going to be the uh, anniversary music edition of the show. That's, that's a good choice, too. Um, I'll make sure to ruin it at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> I just posted to you, if, you're follow, if you follow this show, and again, if you're new to this show, here's the tools you need, Okay an open mind willingness to listen to an argument that takes more than 15 seconds um because the sh- the uh people the the, le- the uh, management of the station tends to make fun of the fact that i sometimes talk like drawing graphs in the air while i'm talking that is an occupational hazard i can't not do that it seems um you know i if you went back gosh let me think yeah, I think I'm trying to think of the earliest book where I could describe this to you as being true. Yes, I think I think it would be like a book book from the eighteen seventies. I have one on the shelf that here in my office from the eighteen seventies that's like a principles of economics book that actually has drawings that must have been done initially in India Inc with the most precise handwriting possible, but clearly handwritten and then and then printed um, using using that. Um, and so it's just how we talk, right? So you need that. I also want you to have your access to social media, and particularly to Twitter. It's how we communicate. And what I've done is, and if you never used Twitter before, just go to twitter.com. You don't necessarily need to have your own account, although you won't be able to post and respond and do anything unless you do. And we use, we use the hashtag pound KBRS to connect to our listeners. And we ask our listeners to connect to us. If you want to follow me for the show on Twitter, it's at Banyan show. And when people say, how do I spell the name Banyan? I tell them every other letter is an A and amazingly that's enough. Okay. B A N A I A N. That's how you do it. Um, banyan at banyan show. I've just posted to you the entire 104-page white paper that was released on Thursday on the, on July 12th to the to the um people to the to the world in fact to say here's the deal that we're going to have. Okay. Um so they have They have gone ahead and agreed to, agreed to, um, uh, agreed to this. And here's the, here's the sentence that I think President Trump is referring to. This is from, this is signed by the, this is the forward that was written, or at least under the signature of, uh, over the signature of of Theresa May, the Prime Minister of, of the UK. The Senate reads that our proposal would preserve the UK's and the EU's frictionless access to each other's markets for goods, protecting jobs and livelihoods on both sides, and propose new arrangements for services. That's the full sentence. I'm going to read it to you one more time, and then I'm going to have John play, excuse me, Ross play again the the clip of Trump's reaction to what I think is this particular sentence. It would preserve the UK's and the EU's frictionless access to each other's markets for goods, protecting jobs and livelihoods on both sides, and propose new arrangements for services. Ross, please play the clip.
1: Well, if they do a deal like that, it will most likely, because we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union, Instead of dealing with the UK, so it will probably kill the deal with. If they do that, their, their trade deal with the US is, will probably not be made. Mm. What did you mean? By because these? we have enough difficulty with uh, with the European Union. You know, we are um, okay. You can stop right- there. All right. Why would he say
6: that? Because to preserve the UK's and the EU's frictionless access to each other's markets for goods is a statement that says we will adopt and agree to the rules that we currently have which allows for that frictionless access which means that the EU pre- sets the rules for for trade of goods between the two between the two countries and if you send goods into the UK say say delicious beer from the United States Yes, the U.K. makes good beer too, but the U.S. does. Um, If you send, you know, delicious beer from the United States to the U.K., it will be subject to all of the EU's rules, just as if you were sending it to Germany or or to Spain. So there's no deal to be made, I promise you. That's what president Trump heard from an advisor earlier in the day on Thursday and thus why he said what he said. Now I, I understand the diplomatic pressure that creates. I've read the pieces about president Trump being contrite and apologetic to the sport. There's a piece in, uh, in uh, AM 1280, um, uh, not for me, not an AM12A. This is from uh, uh, Axios, uh, from uh, Mike Allen. That uh, he was rather uh, he was rather contrite in his in his uh, uh, um, apology to to her. Uh, he apologized. Um, he, he he enjoyed it. The New York Post has this picture, uh, has this picture of uh, of uh, the president and the first lady with the queen with queen elizabeth um uh, the title of the picture from the new york post is one trump or two um and and it looks like that they they're having having it um and it sounds it sounds like the meeting itself probably went well despite this because what he said is true by agreeing to this by agreeing to this, which also, by the way, takes out much of the issue in terms of the Northern Ireland and Irish, the Northern Irish and Irish border, it means that you don't need you don't need a customs post along every along every road between Ireland and Northern Ireland, and who, and it's probable that you won't need you won't need to put up passport controls between those two places. They can agree to that separately. Because, trust me, the UK is not concerned about waves and waves of Irish immigrants coming into its country. It's worried about other ones. Not those. So that's not the hard part to collect on. But my point here is this change that she that this this softer softer Brexit that she's put in does in fact mean that they've given up the they've they've ceded control of imports and exports of goods, and it also shows why how Trump thinks because the thing that it protected and the thing the other part which I think is why the Brexiteer wing of the conservative party is so upset is, is the rest of that sentence Proposed new arrangements for services. What's the service they're concerned about? They're concerned about the city, the financial heart of London. And the fact that the arrangements between the city of London and the European, uh, European financial centers are now going to, like Paris or Amsterdam or, or or frankfurt are now going to be fundamentally changed she made two big concessions not one Right, and that's the part that i think gives a lot of people pause to say what on earth is she doing Now, just as i am not in the just as i'm not certain about what my forecast is for interest rates going forward i'm not I'm still in that that hazy area. I know what's going to happen in the next six months. I don't know what really happens the six months after that. I'm even hazier about about the future of the of the May government but i I think there are folks here on this side this side of uh, the the Atlantic who overestimate in my mind overestimate the size of the of the the size of the brexit wing of the conservative party particularly among the members of parliament i don't i don't think they have they're probably bigger than the freedom caucus within the republican party in the us house of representatives but not by a whole lot that's my surmise from reading british press and from talking to a couple people who are experts in that area so they 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 it feels like they, it's only about a fifth right the freedom caucus the freedom caucus is probably only about thirty members of of a of a caucus that's got two hundred and thirty members, so it's a little more than ten percent but less than twenty. It's probably about twenty percent of of Tory of the Tory m p s of the conservative m p s members of parliament It is not the majority, but but those members who are for Brexit are fairly loud. There would be a challenge and likely a a snap election if if the Brexit wing thought it could win another election, and particularly a a quote-unquote second vote on Brexit which is the what a what a snap election at this point would be i don't think that the brexit folks want to go back to the voters just yet they've got a verdict they've got a they've got a process that's moving them toward toward exit from the eu and i think they don't dare risk what limited changes that they're going to get remember for many people this is largely about controlling your borders controlling, and, and controlling your laws. And, it, and the goods trade and the service trade, it doesn't matter to them at all. Right? So in terms of the UK, I think the most likely thing that's going to happen is, is they're going to stumble along and a very weak Theresa May could very well be here through the end of the year. All right? Those people who are writing her, her epitaph... Uh, that I hear, particularly on conservative uh, news programs, I think are a bit premature. Hang on, doesn't mean she hasn't made mistakes. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that she has a full support of her party. Far from that. But you got to be willing to take the risk that you'll be in the minority next time, and there are a lot of people in the a lot of people in the conservative party that are not about ready to give up their give up their posts in the cabinet. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
7: Go on and close the curtains, cause all we need is candlelight. You and me, and the bottle of wine, and hold you tonight. Uh, well, we know I'm going away, and how I wish I wish it were so. Take this wine and drink with me. Let's delay our misery. Say tonight. Fight the breakup. Don't come
5: tomorrow. Business 1440 is KYCR, Golden Valley.
2: This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. There's been a lot of talk recently about whether NATO, an alliance started after World War II, is still relevant in today's world. The answer is a simple and unequivocal yes. It is. The alliance is on the front lines of our efforts to counteract Russia's growing ambitions in Europe and beyond. But NATO does need to evolve to meet the growing threats of the 21st century. It should be oriented, for example, toward efforts to counter the growing threats of cyberterrorism and Russian efforts to meddle in democratic elections in member nations. And NATO members must contribute their fair share. President Trump is right to press our European allies to invest more in their own defensive capacities. But NATO has been and continues to be an integral part of our national security strategy. It's an alliance worth defending. I'm Lon Hee Chen.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
4: Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020.
5: Every day Stay tuned for music and film reviews by Leonard Pinth Garnell on, on Business, Business 1440.
1: Well, I wonder what it's like to be rainmaker.
2: This is good. Is this the band you were talking about? On Twitter? Uh, uh, no, we'll actually close with that. This is uh, Matchbox Twenty and Rob okay. Thomas. You familiar with that at all?
6: Yeah, my my, you know, my son who's about your age used to put and played this. I mean, this, so this is older, right? This is yeah, like early two thousands. Yeah, this would be uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is this, yeah. I I remember hearing this quite a bit. He like this was a, this was one of these few places where his taste and my my taste would coincide. Okay, because that kid would jump to Lincoln Park really quick, <laughs> yeah, you, you know. And and I'm sorry, I wasn't going there.
2: You know, Lincoln Park may or may not be played at some point, but now that I know it's on your do not playlist, we uh, we, we can yeah. push it to the end. Yeah, I, will, I don't. I will be near you tonight, King. I'll be in Hutchinson tonight, yeah, checking I out that. Blues Traveler, and we'll actually bump out with them this hour, and then maybe a jam next hour sure. or two all right awesome I'm getting close awesome. to you not not quite as not quite to you but getting there as far as city proximity you know tonight. what
6: they say right if you're not from Hutch you ain't much <laughs> it's,
2: uh. it's a beautiful <laughs> festival King right on the river it's really fun yeah
6: yeah I've been I've been to it in the past I am not gonna be down there today but uh, I, I'm actually getting my uh, my music uh, pleasure tomorrow with a couple of friends who uh, who do sort of old-timey uh, Americana. Um, here on on sunday it, a private a private thing but someone someone secured me an invite so i'll be with about 50 friends listening to a couple of musicians that i really well like. look at you you big timer yeah, yeah there you go uh hey just to remind just to remind you all um you know america's for prosperity radio today for, for at 4 p.m on uh, on am 12a the patriot uh uh, Jason Flores will have on David Barnes and Sarah Field. My, yeah, you would think you would think AFP would probably have Scotus talk, uh, but they'll also do do, do something about home health care workers and they'll talk about uh, union dues as well. And so I think that'll be important. Justice Hour with Andrew Parker t- Sunday 4 p.m. on AM 1280 at 4 p.m. Uh, Moran Bierman, uh, who's the Deputy Consul General to the Consulate General of Israel to the Mid Atlantic Region. Uh, talking about Putin and BB borders in Iran. Did you happen to see this story? I, I actually don't have it on me right now. But there was this story about this general who was on Iranian television complaining about the fact that they thought the Israelis were stealing rain from, from, from Iran. Did you did you happen to catch this? <laughs> no,
2: I didn't. But I'm going to look it up during the. Break. You have
6: to go look it up. It was in the Times of Israel a, f- a couple days ago, and it was I uh, somebody somebody I can't remember who did it over on Powerline, but it was it was on a list. It was on uh, it was on uh, dot com. It was just it's just utterly delightful. Um, <clears throat> this guy basically saying that, and then there's a new program on on 1280 that I'm going to have to check out uh, called Education Nation. Uh, and they're going to be talking about talk about the teaching of U.S. history, uh, uh, and uh, and talking about uh, East European socialism. So so uh, Rebecca Hag- Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, a brand new show. Uh, welcome to the weekend, Salem, Twin Cities Empire. Okay, you're going to be you're, you're you're most welcome here, particularly particularly if we're going to talk about that particular topic. I really appreciate that very much. We'll be back in the next hour, uh and we'll we'll get to we'll get to talk a little bit more about trade in China at that time here on the King
7: Banyan Show. On hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group, and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at nine five two. Five four four two eight three seven. That's nine five two five four four two eight three seven. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today.
4: Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA/SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management.
7: Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders, with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians five seven, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bond servants, but sons and as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net.
1: I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Giving
7: your computer problems the boot, Arby's computer service.
2: being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763 441 3884. Once again, 763 441 3884 or find us on the web at rbsmn.com.
3: Giving your
7: computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service.
4: If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
5: Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley.